0: Welcome to the Ortho Eval Pal podcast, where we can help you build confidence with your orthopedic evaluation and management skills. We hope you enjoy the show. And now for your host, Paul Marquis.
1: Hello and welcome everybody to episode 69 of the OrthoValPal podcast. I am your host, Paul Markey. Today, we're going to be talking about T1 nerve root compression problems. Now, we're getting to the lower end of the cervical spine here with our um, nerve root compression issues of the cervical spine. Remember, I told you it's a little bit harder to identify these problems as you get a little bit further. And this is going to be one that is very, very rare, um, but extremely debilitating if you miss it for a patient. So I'm going to talk to you about why that's so debilitating debilitating in just a moment but if you don't mind hanging out for just a little bit we're gonna have a word from our sponsors
0: do you experience leg and foot fatigue when standing for long periods of time a main doctor and the company he founded mainly technology group have created a high-tech all-terrain chemical-free sock designed to reduce fatigue the easy glider sock has a graduated compression weave to keep blood flowing and to keep you energized Created by Dr. Lee Thibodeau, the EasyGlider Glider is also frictionless, lightweight, warm, extremely durable, and wicks away moisture. The socks will stay fresh for days, thanks to the organic antimicrobial agent, Kytosan. EasyGlider Glider is the only sock you'll ever need for sports, work, and leisure. To find out more, visit EZGliderSocks.com. That's EZGliderSocks.com.
1: Hello, everyone, and welcome back. Um, You know, as I'm sitting here um, doing this, I see the bike behind me, and we've got a treadmill and an elliptical right behind me and some weights back there. Um, And I was just on the bike for about an hour a while ago. And you know, um, being in that position can really cause a lot of cervical spine dysfunction. You see this a lot with bikers and people who are on the phone a lot, uh, chronic cervical spine pain, I'm going to be doing uh, uh, some inf- I'm going to be giving some information soon about how to manage cervical spine, uh, myofascial pain and chronic pain to the cervical spine. We do a lot of treatment uh, where I work for uh, cervical spine dysfunction. And so uh, I'd like to feed some of that information over to you. And uh, again, if you uh, like the information and uh, you like all the content, uh, please donate to uh, OrthoValpals so we can continue to offer um, these podcasts and have great um, guests lecturers like we just had recently with uh, Robert Tarpey from the Toronto Blue Jays. We have uh, Dr. Ebony Rio who is going to be coming on soon. We're going to be talking about uh, tendinopathy. She's world renowned, excellent, excellent um, presenter. And uh, we're going to, we have the opportunity to have her on and it's going to be a pleasure. So can't wait to do that. Um, so, Make sure that, um, you know, if you have any questions, you uh, get in touch with us. Let's talk a little bit about this uh, beast of a T1 here that we rarely ever see. I probably see uh, one or two a year. And um, like I said, these often get missed. These folks usually are sent by um, their providers to occupational therapists for hand related problems. Um, And oftentimes uh, we'll discover that there is something, you know, happening a little bit uh, further up the chain. So, Where is the sensory loss with somebody who has a T1 nerve root compression? Well, it's usually in the ulnar aspect of the forearm. um, And which muscles are affected the most? Your finger flexors, your flexor digitorum profundus and superficialis are affected. Where I find that it's most significant is in the interosseous muscles and lumbricals uh, of the fingers. So when you uh, test, uh, which I do every time I'm doing um, an upper body uh, clearing test, I always start with the intrinsics. Um, And if there's an unusual amount of weakness there, you need to be thinking uh, T1. Um, And then there's also some pec weakness associated with a T1. So not a bad idea to check out their pec strength to see if that is uh, falling into place. There is no reflex to be tested here with T1. And the other thing we've talked about in the past is just traction the cervical spine, see if the radicular pain down the arm goes away, if their paresthesias go away. But because T1 is so low, it's hard to traction them hard enough to take pressure off of that. So now it becomes more difficult because you only have a few things to go by, which is strength and subjective complaints. Um, this problem can look like a cubital tunnel syndrome, like an ulnar nerve compression at the elbow, okay? So make sure you do a Tinel sign at the elbow or you do a scratched collapse test, which will be in the show notes, um, and check to make sure if they've got some sort of a compression, maybe a lesion at the ulnar nerve, okay? Um, and then, uh, you know, tractioning the cervical spine, like I said earlier, can change the symptoms some if you do it um, well enough uh, and aggressive enough. But, um, you know, sometimes this one can be very, very difficult difficult to um, tease out if you're having a hard time with it, don't be afraid to send this person over to have a nerve conduction velocity test or EMGs with a neurologist or physiatrist. Um, That can really help to sort out if it's coming from the cervical spine or if it's coming from the elbow. Uh, Oftentimes, there could be a combination of both. So try a little nerve gliding and see how they do. Stretch that that ulnar nerve um, and glide that very, very gently and see if you can get some response just by mobilizing it a little bit. Um, That can be huge. We've seen that really help people. But problem here is if you miss this thing um you know, people have difficulty using their hands for fine motor tasks when they have a T1 nerve root compression. They have difficulty holding onto a pencil and writing and uh, putting buttons on and doing these fine motor coordination activities. So identifying it can be huge and very, very helpful to your patient. Um, Make sure that you um, take a look in the show notes because we have a link to a lady uh, who has a T1 nerve root compression with significant intrinsic weakness. Um, And uh, I'll show you that evaluation on that patient, which I know everybody loves because I just put out a um, uh, a questionnaire and survey on my YouTube page and um, the the number one thing people wanted were videos of people of patients with actual diagnoses with real problems that they can learn from. And like I said in the last uh, podcast, I'm getting so many um, thank yous and uh, comments about how they love the content because of the uh, the actual patients with the actual uh, issues. So please feel free to you know spread around all these videos to folks and uh, and just so that we can become better diagnosticians in the orthopedic world. Uh, so again, thank you all for listening. Make sure you uh, send any questions or comments to uh, orthovalpal.com. Go to our get in touch page and I'll be doing my very best to try to get back to all of the questions out there. Um, I try to get to it as often and as soon as I can. Um, But if I don't, it might take a while, but I'm certainly going to do my best to uh, answer all your questions. So, um, again, folks, thank you for listening and have a great day.
0: We hope you've enjoyed the show. For some more awesome content, go to orthoevalpal.com. Can't wait to see you there.